Uh, oh, it, really, we got a really special honor with us this week. Uh, it's been Pastor Shishko. And, and the cool thing is his wife, Maria, which is a blessing to us. You know, Pastor's been here two times before. Uh, you know, he's the pastor of the church in Zagreb, which is also overseas about 15 other churches in the, in the country of Croatia. I have had the privilege of uh, being there with them a number of times. I don't know really how many times now. Uh, in Croatia with them. Um, pastor's testimony is really cool to me. Uh, you know, for y'all that have not heard him before, he he was raised a Muslim in Bosnia and uh, and got saved. And I, he's, when he got saved, he became one of these crazy Jesus guys. Uh, uh, in, in a time when it was uh, Bosnia was part of uh, Yugoslavia, communist country, and and so Pastor would. Uh, it would just be on the streets preaching Jesus. They'd throw him in jail and let him out, preach Jesus. And uh, but his heart for for declaring the gospel is just really awesome. And and the effect of the gospel of Jesus Christ in that region is just uh, because of the their ministry is just phenomenal. I think uh, how many people are in Croatia? Uh, uh, Four point five million people in the country of. Of Croatia, and there's probably only about about seven thousand believers in the whole country. And there, I was asking him yesterday. He says, "Well, how many people uh, are really of that seven thousand believers in the countries that are part of under y'all's ministry?" And, and he goes, "Well, about a thousand. And so, literally, one seventh of the whole believers in the country is under the ministry of of them in this whole nation. And the cool thing is, they're they're starting another church in uh, in Bosnia, going back into Bosnia and Sarajevo, where Islam is really trying to infiltrate, and, uh, but that's what God's doing with them over there. And but uh, I, I treasure for the opportunity for him to come here and speak into us. Every time he comes, he imparts something into our, into my heart, and I believe into our church. I can't go over there. Last time I went over there, there were some things that God imparted into my life as I was going over there to, to speak. Uh, God imparted into my life that's affecting some of the things that you'll be seeing. Uh, manifest here. So he's a precious uh, brother and very, very important to me in my heart. And the, really the blessing to me is that Maria's here and Maria has a chance to meet Paula. That's uh, the really cool part. And uh, I do want to say this tonight uh, at 6.30, am I saying that correctly? Um, we're going to have a time for Pastor to be here and Maria to speak into us as a body. And uh, if you would like to be here, you feel free to come. Uh, it's going to be, you know, it's, it's just whatever God's put in his heart for us as a body. I've asked him to just speak into us. In times past, just be ready. I mean, he can speak hard stuff. He'll tell you what he thinks. That's the cool thing about him. He doesn't just flower it up. You know, so. But anyway, I just want to invite him. Y'all just, you know, let's just honor him with a round of applause, please. I just want to thank God for him, for his body. So I just want to pray over them. Maria, if you would come, please. I just want to pray over them and bless and let just turn them loose and let them preach what tell God's put on their hearts. So Heavenly Father, I thank you so much for the privilege and the honor that we would have uh, Pastor Cisco and Maria here with us. And, and Lord, I just thank you so much, uh, Lord, for the ministry of, of your, your grace and your love and your mercy through them. And, Lord, your heart through them to be expressed uh, Lord, in Europe, but Lord, I also know and believe uh, not only in Europe, but here in our country also, especially beginning here with us. 
And Lord, we just want to prepare our hearts, oh Lord, to hear the word that you have for us. Lord, that individually and corporately, Lord, then Lord, as a people in this nation, that Lord, may our hearts be turned to you and receive what you would have for us. And Lord, that we would come in agreement with our lives in agreement with your word. So Lord, thank you so much. And I speak blessings and honor over them in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you. Hallelujah. Yeah, hallelujah. Good morning, everybody. I am also very happy that my wife is here with me. You can say this just for a moment. Uh, um, we had a wonderful time uh, last this uh, spring, actually, when Pastor Rick was together with us. We have been growing, I think, in love and friendship, uh, and uh, I am very, very thankful for him and what God has done through him also in Croatia. And I'm growing in love toward you also, <laughs> little by little, but, you know, learning to know you and I love you more because of the relationship we have together, actually. And I am, as I said, I'm very happy that my wife is here with me. We have a 23 wonderful years of our marriage. We have a four kids. We have been building, uh, or God has been using us, rather, uh, the kingdom, to, to build the kingdom of God. And she will share a little bit with you this morning, and then I will take over. Please welcome. <laughs> Thank you so much, you're all. You know, for me, it's a really great honor to be here. And I must say one more time that we really highly respect and love your pastor, Pastor Rick. He has been blessing to our church and to our ministry. I remember when he came first time, I think, and he spoke, and he was teaching about conclusions of the heart. And I was listening like this. You know, it was such a revelation to me. And it was it really blessed me, and I, I, I understood many things, and I could approach the people and help people better and understand, you know, better. So it's been really big blessing, and thank you for sharing your pastor with me. And I'm happy to let, uh, get you know more. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Can we agree in prayer one more time? Hallelujah. Heavenly Father, I thank you for your presence in this place. I thank you for all these precious people, Father. I thank you for all what you are doing in all of our hearts. I thank you for divine connections that you are giving us, Lord God. Hallelujah. And Holy Spirit, we welcome you in this place. And we ask you that you will speak to our hearts, that you will change our lives, Lord. Hallelujah. Help us to grow stronger in you. Help us and reveal your words to our hearts, Father. You are welcome. You are welcome, Holy Spirit. And all the people who agree say, Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. I just want to encourage us this morning. Hallelujah. And uh, I believe God really put on my heart what I wanted to share. It's a very simple message. But, you know, in Mark 11, we all know the story, you know, that the Jesus cursed the fig tree and it dried over the night and the disciples were so amazed. Wow, what happened? And in 22 words, Jesus said to them, have faith in God. Hallelujah. I believe Jesus wants to say to us today, have faith in God. Hallelujah. Have 
faith in God. You know, God te- tells us in his word that righteous shall live by faith. Amen. We are all righteousness of God in Christ. And we are supposed to live by faith. <laughs> Hallelujah. Isn't that wonderful? We are not supposed to live out of our money, out of our, our, our intellectual education and, and all what we know, what we do. We are supposed to live by faith. And that is wonderful. You know, we had Abraham. He was father of faith. And the Bible says, hallelujah, that he pleased the Lord. You know, only way to please the Lord is to live by faith. Hallelujah. I want to encourage us. Let us have faith in God. God is a good God. Hallelujah. And he wants to bless us to to release the good things in our lives. Let us have faith in God. Amen. Hallelujah. I like if you (laughs) communicate a little bit, answer to me. (laughs) You may shout. You may sing. (laughs) Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. You know, God designed the things like that, that righteous shall live by faith. Hallelujah. God is so simple. And he creates all things very simple. You know, we people, we complicate sometimes the things. And you remember story when the Naaman, I think that is the correct name in, in English, Naaman came to, came to Ezekiel, you know, and he wanted to be uh, healed of, of leprosy. And Ezekiel, he didn't even go to meet him, you know. He just said, go and wash yourself seven times in the river. And Naaman got angry, you know. He got really upset and angry, and he said, Oh, I thought the prophet will come, and he will lay his hands on me, and we will shake, something will happen, I will be healed. How many times we expect, you know, things from God? That God will do certain rain in our lives, you know. But God is very simple. Just, you know, obey the word. Just go and wash, you know. And he was so angry, so disappointed. But praise the Lord, he has a good servant. I would say good friends. Praise the Lord for the good friends. And the servant said to him, if prophets ask you to do something harder, you will do it. Just go, come on, let us do that. So he go, he obeyed the prophet, he washed seven times, and the Bible said that his skin was like a baby's skin. He was completely healed. You know, God is so simple. Just do what God says. Have faith in God. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, many of us, we are staying in our problems, in our situation, because sometimes it's too simple for us to do what God says to do. But that is all what we need to do. Hallelujah. God is so patient. And he is repeating things. There are four gospels, and God is just repeating and repeating and repeating. Hallelujah. Have faith in God. Your problem may be big. Your situation may be really worse. But I want to tell you, your answer is very simple. Amen? Your answer is very simple. Have faith in God. You know... Jesus is speaking so much about it that there must be something that we need to do, hallelujah, in order to please the Lord and and really to do what he says. You know, Jesus says, 
have faith in God. The other translator says, have uh, the God's kind of faith. You know, God is a God of faith. And the Bible says that he gave to each one of us the measure of faith. So you have the faith. Don't ever tell me you don't have a faith. You have it because God gave you. You know, our parents impart something to us. Uh, our children, you know, they are becoming a little bit like us, like their parents. We have a fam- heavenly father, and he's God of faith. And he imparted something to us, to his children. He gave it to us, the measure of faith. And now it's up to us. That faith that he gave us, you know, it's not the way I was thinking like that before. You know, it's not, but that is not the truth. That, you know, as much as faith as, 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 much faith as I have, I have. And that is, that's it, you know. It's not like that. The Bible says that our faith can grow. And we can do something with our faith. You know, it can grow. It, it can develop. It can become bigger and bigger. Hallelujah. And stronger and stronger. So your faith can grow. Amen. That's a good thing. Hallelujah. And you can do impossible things. Hallelujah. God is a good God. He wants to encourage us. And he wants our faith to work and he wants us to live by faith hallelujah so we can work on our faith and that is really wonderful and one another translation says lay hold on god's faithfulness and that is wonderful because god is faithful and he's always faithful the bible says even if we are unfaithful he will be always faithful because he cannot deny himself so he's always faithful. We can lay hold on God's faithfulness. We can trust him. His word is always true. And he will always be what he says that he is. It will always be. You know, heaven and earth will pass away. But the word of God will never pass away. Hallelujah. It will stand forever and ever and ever. Hallelujah. God is good. God is faithful. Amen. Hallelujah. You know. 23rd, uh, 23rd verse in Mark 11, further, Jesus is explaining us how to have faith in God. I believe you have read it many times. Maybe you have heard it many times, you know, in preaching. But, you know, in that verse, I will not read it now, but three times it says, Whosoever say to this mountain. Believe in your heart once, and three times it says what you say it will be. Speak to your mountain, and whatsoever you say, it will be as you say. So I want to say today that faith is speaking. Your faith has to speak to your situation. Your faith has to speak to your life. And that's the way how faith grows also, because faith grows by hearing and hearing the word of God. You can hear the preacher, you can hear the teacher, and you can hear yourself. So speak. It's so important what faith is speaking. Hallelujah. So if you are silent, it means you have no faith. Or your faith is covered or, you know. It doesn't show out. Hallelujah. So faith is speaking. And if you are fighting in the area of faith, 
in one area of your life, just start to speak. Hallelujah. Speak the word of God. I think this, what your pastor gave you, scriptures, uh, um, uh, scriptures to speak, it's a great, you know. Let us agree together. Let us speak the word of God because the word of God changes everything. You know, we read in the Genesis, the first chapter, you know, everything was empty and the darkness in the beginning. And the spirit of the Lord was moving, but he wasn't doing nothing until God started to speak. And many times in our lives, it seems that it's darkness and that nothing is happening and the situation is heavy. You know, there is nothing there. Just start to speak. Speak the word of God. Amen. Hallelujah. Speak the word of God and the situation will change. The light will come. The change will come. The answer will come. Jesus said, speak to your mountain. And it will move. You know, beside the mountain, maybe there are great and wonderful things for you. It's a plan of God for you. It's a plan for succession for, for, to, to you for, to succeed, to have a good life, to be blessed, to have enough money, that you can do many things. But this big mountain may be staying on your way. Hallelujah. I want to encourage you to say, today, speak to your my, mountain. Say to the mountain, go my way. Don't be there anymore. You know, when the, peop- when the disciples came with the Jesus, and you know, they saw the fig tree drive, they say, wow, look, Master, what happened. They were amazed. And you know, Jesus could have said, it's me, Jesus. <laughs> I'm coming from heaven. I did best. Don't you try. Nobody, Jesus didn't say so. Amen. Hallelujah. He says, not just fig tree. You can speak to your mountain and it, it will move if you have faith. Hallelujah. Jesus is so good, you know. He wants to give us more, you know. He said you will do uh, greater things than I did. Hallelujah. He's a good, good Lord, good master. Our father is a good father. And he won't encourage us today. Let us have faith in God. Let us speak to our situations. Let us speak to our mountains. And he promised they will be moved. Hallelujah. This is great things. Hallelujah. God is so good, God. You know, if you are fighting in the area of faith, lift up your voice. And start to speak. My God shall supply all my needs according to his riches in glory. By the stripes of Jesus, I am healed. And that is the truth. You know, the the Bible says that God created things from the invisible world to the visible world. I don't know exactly in English, you know. I I can quote the scriptures by heart in my language. But not everything in English. (laughs) I just translate in my head. But all those things, all all those blessings are there in the universal world. Hallelujah. The Bible says that we are blessed with all things in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. And that is the truth. That is the reality for us. It just needs to come to our visible world. We need to see that. Hallelujah. How shall we see it? Speak and call those things that are not as they are, as Abraham did. Call those things that we see in the Spirit and that are there to come in our reality, in our lives, in our visible world. Hallelujah. That is the principle of God. Hallelujah. 
You know, the Paul says that the same power that raised up Christ from the dead is in us. Hallelujah. The same great and mighty power that God used to raise up Christ from the dead is in you, is in me. It, that is the great power. Bible calls it dynamus power. Hallelujah. It's a great power. You know, when you have great power, you know, people are listening to you. Amen. We had recently, I think uh, it was the president of South Korea. Was it he? He was threatening something. North Korea, yeah. He was threatening even, you know, United States, you know. But, you know, if you see him, he's not really looking nice, you know. He's just a little man. But when he, it is the truth, but when he speaks, whole world is listening to him. Why? Because he has nuclear power, you know. Whole world, we in Croatia were listening what he says. I believe you have been listening what he says. Why? Because he has nuclear power. I want to tell you today, when you speak, the devil is listening. Because you have the power of God in you. And it's much greater than that nuclear power. Hallelujah. It's much stronger and it will last forever. So when you speak, the devil is listening. That's why he want to shut your mouth. Don't let him do it. Amen. When David met Goliath, you know, he spoke to him. He didn't meet his enemy with his mouth shut. shut. You know, he spoke to him. Today, I will cut your head. Hallelujah. Today, you will be dead. Hallelujah. You stood up against the armies of Almighty God. You're finished. It's over with you. He spoke to him. And then, with the power of God, he conquered that Goliath. It's the same in our lives. If I may say to you, never, ever run at your Goliath with your mouth shut. shut. Speak to your Goliath. Say, your destiny is in hell. Hallelujah. Say to the devil, your destiny is in hell. Mine is heaven. I am more than a conqueror into Christ Jesus. I can do all things through Christ. You cannot. Say to your problem, Say to the devil that is attacking you, you are finished. You are, it, it's over with you. Hallelujah. I have a victory. Hallelujah. You have a victory. Praise the Lord. God is a God that gives us victory. If you may say after me, please, I have a victory. In Jesus, I am more than a conqueror through Christ Jesus. And I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. My God is for me. My God is with me always. And no weapons formed against me shall ever prosper. Victory is my destiny. And my destiny is a victory. Hallelujah! Let us shout to the Lord. He is worthy of our praise. Hallelujah! Oh, we love you, God. We give you praise and honor. Hallelujah! We thank you for the victory that you are giving your people. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! I want to bless you now and I will give over to my husband. <laughs>
Hallelujah. Like Carmen said, if you want to get ahead, speak the word of God. Speak to Goliath, you know, and you will get his, his head. Hallelujah. You need to have a faith. I need to have a faith. We need to have a faith. What do you need today? You need faith. Hallelujah. Amen. Why do you need faith? Because your money cannot do for you what your faith can do for you. Your religion cannot do for you what your faith can do for you. Your works, your good deeds, your kindness cannot do for you what faith can do for you. And God wants you to have faith. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Faith is loud. It's not silent. Faith has a voice. And God has a voice. And He gave you the voice to speak out your faith. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God is a good God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I hope you will love me and I will love you more than we love each other right now. It is supposed to be like that. Hallelujah. God wants to have you faith. Wants to have you. God wants you to have faith. I'm sorry. God wants you to have faith. Hallelujah. Because faith is so important to have in our lives. You know, Satan wants to have you doubts. He wants you to doubt yourself. He wants you to doubt your pastor. He wants you to doubt your husband or wife. He wants to doubt your parents or whomsoever. He wants to fill you with the doubt. But God wants to fill you with the faith. Because faith is a powerful force that can bring you from the darkness to light, from the dead to life. It can bring you from sickness to health. It can bring you all over and all around. Hallelujah. Faith can open the door for you for excellent things to come into your life. God has so much more for us. You know, years ago there was a moment of faith, but I don't believe it has died. I believe God wants us to live in the faith all the time. And all the time God will bring us back to faith and strengthen us back in faith. That's what God wants for us. Because nothing moves God like faith. Hallelujah. Faith is moving God. If you want God to move in your life, you have to move in faith. Too many times we think our needs will move God. Let me tell you, your needs will not move God. Your money will not move God. Your friends will not move God like your faith. God wants you to have faith. In Luke chapter 5, from the verse 17 to 26, we read about the people that find a way, not excuses. Faith always finds a way. Doubt looks for excuses, but faith is looking to find a way. And there was this four men that they have a friend, you know, and their friend was lame, and they wanted to help his friend their friend, and they wanted to bring him to Jesus. And you know, they came, I believe, in the front of Jesus' house. And as they came there, there were many people there, probably hundreds of people were, you know, all around Jesus' house. And when they came there, they said, we cannot bring him in. There is no way to break through through all of these people. 
But then one of them said, I have a dream. And they had something, you know, and they pulled up their friend on the roof, and over the roof, they put it aside, and they uh, put uh, um, their friend down on whatever he was laying up. And you know what? When Jesus said, here it is in the verse 19, uh, it says like this in the verse 20, when he saw their faith, when he saw their faith, he said to him, man, your sins are forgiven you. What Jesus saw, Jesus saw faith. What moves Jesus? Faith moves Jesus. Do you want Jesus to move in your life? Do you want Jesus to move you somewhere in your life? Your faith will help you that Jesus will move you. Jesus reacts to faith. He always reacts to faith. He don't react on your um, self-pity, on your crying over yourself. You know, he don't react on you condemning this person and this person for your situation and what is happening in your life. He's not reacting to that. He is reacting to faith. Faith moves God. Faith moves God. And your faith will move your mountain. Your faith will remove your need. Your faith will bring you to the place where God wants you. Hallelujah. I like to hear myself, sir. And if you can make me to hear myself better, I, I will be very, very happy. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And I'm not talking about general faith. You know, general faith, you know, is we, we believe in God. God exists. And that's good. Wonderful. I'm not talking about general faith for salvation, for example. Oh, I'm saved. Hallelujah. I have faith. I know God exists. I am talking about faith for your concrete situation. Whatever is your situation. If it is, you know, for your university, if it is for your health, if it is for your finances, if it is for your husband or your wife, whatsoever, you need to have exact faith for that exact situation. And your faith will help you in your situation to remove your mountain. And as we have said before, your faith has a voice. Hallelujah. Your faith has a voice. If you cannot articulate your faith, you need to learn to articulate your faith loud. Because sometimes Satan don't want to listen to you when you just whisper. Sometimes you need to shout and tell him, get away or get behind me. You need to put him down with your loud voice. I remember this situation, you know. I, it was communist time. We were coming to Sarajevo, this group of Swedish people. We were coming down to Sarajevo, and you see, we saw masks on the hills. And in a moment, we felt this strong spirit of religion attacking us. We were driving in the car, and I felt like somebody is squeezing you. And your mouth, you know, and your feelings, and you know, trying to intimidate you. And in a moment, by the grace of God, I opened the window, and I cried out, Hallelujah! 
And you know what? In a moment, it broke all that in the intimidation over me. You see, sometimes you have just to confront the uh, Satan. The Bible said, come before the Lord with the shouting. The Bible said in Numbers, I think, 23, I think, verse 19, it says that, that uh, uh, Bilaam could not curse the people of God because there was a shout to the king among the people of God. Too many times Satan makes us uh, uh, be, be silent. But you know, if you have faith, you will speak. If you have faith, you will speak. And your faith released through your voice has a power. Because your faith, spoken faith, um, will transmit the power of God into your situation. If you don't speak, your faith will not be released. And the power of your faith will stay captivated. You have to speak your faith. Through your faith you are calling into existence what God wants you to have. You have to go for it because your words will create what you need in your life. You see, one of the things with the prophetic voice and prophetic people is not just that prophetic people will speak to your life certain things which are happening in your life, but they will call certain things to come into your life. That is one of the prophetic uh, uh, ministries that God wants us to have. Hallelujah. And um, in Romans 4, 17, uh, uh, it speaks how Abraham saw God as the one that calls that which is not like it is. Hallelujah. And we have to call which is not into existence. We need to say, let it be. We need to say to certain things, you know, I don't want you to, to be. I want you out of my life. I don't want to be near you, and I don't want you to be near to me. Hallelujah. The Lord spoke to the fig tree, and it dried down. And you have to speak to your mountain that it will dry down. Hallelujah. Too many times I am frustrated when I see believers speaking the word of God over their life. Why? Because of the way how they do it. You know how they do it. They do it in a way which is so shallow, without soul and without faith. Isn't, does anybody know what I'm talking about? Without soul, without faith. My God, go for crying all my Greater is one within me than he that is in the heart. Let me tell you, speak with faith. Speak with power. Put your soul into that. You should not be speaking the word of God without power. You should speak the word of God with authority, with the faith, with all your soul. Hallelujah. And the way you speak is very, very important. How does person that, that really believes speaks? You know... Does he who believes have a happy face or sad face? Does he who believes speak shallow or he speaks with authority? Is he who has faith, is he crying over something or he is rejoicing in God? 
Is he really just whispering or he is really shouting? Does he who has a faith has a head down or he has a head up? You see, every time when we have a faith, we are shouting. We are lifting our head up. We are giving strongly and not just lightly. We are joyful and we speak with authority and with power. You see, one of the things that Pharisees was amazed about Jesus, and not just them, but everybody else, is because Jesus spoke with authority. He did not speak like Pharisees. And we need to follow in Jesus' step. We need to speak with boldness. The Word of God over our lives. Hallelujah. We need to take that Word and we need to say strongly with authority what the Word of God is saying over our lives. And this is situation. We try to speak the Word over uh, our lives. And then, you know, so many times you start to speak something and the situation is not better, it became even more worse. Did, uh, did that happen to anybody? You start to believe, you stand in faith, and you expect that things will go better, but then they go even more now. We easily get discouraged by such things. And I would like to encourage you to keep on believing and to keep on speaking the word of God. You know, classical example of this is Moses. Moses it was really a man of God, but God has to teach him how to speak. And if you open in uh, Exodus chapter 4, God spoke to Moses in the verse 10. God spoke to him, then, uh, or uh, Moses spoke to God back. Then Moses said to the Lord, O oh my Lord, I am not eloquent, neither before nor since you have spoken to your servant, but I am slow of speech and slow of tongue. So the Lord said to him, Who has made man's mouth, or who makes the mute, the deaf, the sing, or the blind? Have not I the Lord? Now therefore go, and I will be with your mouth, and teach you what you shall say. But he said, O oh my Lord, please send by the hand of whomever else, or send somebody else, that you may send. So the anger of the Lord was kindled against Moses, and he said, Is not Aaron the Levite your brother? I know that he can speak well, and look, he is also coming out to meet you. When he sees you, he will be glad in his heart. And here is something very important. Now you shall speak to him. Your pastor is trying to speak to you. Moses spoke to Aaron. Now you shall speak to him and put the word in his mouth. Speak to him and put the word in his mouth. Pastor is trying to teach you and to put the words in your mouth. Why? Because these words have the power in your mouth. Uh, John Austin wrote the book a long time ago, there is a power in your mouth. You have the power in your mouth. So now you shall speak to him and put the words in his mouth, and I will be with your mouth. With whom God will be? With his mouth and with his mouth, and I will teach you what you shall do. 
Hallelujah. God said, I will be with your mouth. God wants to be with your mouth. He wants to stand with your mouth. He wants to stand with what you are talking. Can God stand with what you are talking? Is it pleasing to God? Can God support what you are talking? Can He release His power over what you are talking? God spoke to Moses and Moses and Aaron in the verse 5, in the chapter 5, verse 1 and forward, we read they went to, to the Pharaoh and they spoke to Pharaoh, let my people go. And what happened? Did he let them go? You don't know. Okay, I will tell you if you don't know. I'm just teasing you because you are not reacting. Okay, hallelujah. What happened? Pharaoh made their situation even more worse. He put them down as much he could. And he put more burden upon Moses, Aaron, and especially upon the people of Israel. And to make long story short, this is the situation, you can read it. They had to go before Pharaoh 12 times and speak, let my people go. How many times? 12 times. Pharaoh would not listen to them. He would not let them go. He would not lose them. They had to go over and over and over again back and speak to Pharaoh, let my people go. And this is the situation. It was not easy to go to Pharaoh. It was not easy to go to Pharaoh. You see, he was the president of his country. And I don't know if you can easily come before your president. I don't know even if you want to go before him. But you know, it's not easy to come before the president. It's not easy to speak with him. And they had to fight that. All the guards was there. And they have to come through all the guards. And they have to respect all the protocol. And you have to see, this was not nice situation. You know, let us have a chocolate and coffee or juice or something like that. This was confrontation situation. Imagine all that tension. When you start to speak the word of God, an enemy comes against you, and you are standing against the enemy, most of the time we would like that nice feeling. Oh, it's so joyful, it's so happy. But it's not like that. There is a tension. You are speaking to your enemy, and your enemy will be speaking to you. But you have to stand. And you have to keep on doing what is right in God's sight. And as you speak, God will stand with you. Hallelujah. There is a special situation and we need to be encouraged by that also. Hallelujah. In the chapter 6, we read the verse 28 and to the end about, you see, Moses has to fight with his doubt, not just with the, with the Pharaoh. He was fighting with the Pharaoh. He was fighting with his own Israelite people. And then he was fighting with himself. Uh, uh, Exodus uh, 6, 28 to 30. And it came to pass on the day the Lord spoke to Moses in the land of Egypt, that the Lord spoke to Moses saying, I am the Lord, speak to Pharaoh king, 
of Egypt and all that I say to you. But Moses said before the Lord, Behold, I am of uncircumcised lips, and how shall Pharaoh hate me? Or how he shall listen to me? Who I am to speak to him? I have a doubts about me. You know, I am so small, unworthy. Maybe, you know, this pastor or that person can speak the word and do something. But who I am to speak? How can I speak? That was Moses' problem. He had a situation that he has to fight in himself with all the doubts that the enemy was trying to put on him. And it is the same with us also. Maybe you have your own doubts. Maybe you doubt yourself. Maybe you doubt the power of your words. But I would like to encourage you, strengthen up yourself. Arise in faith. You are not going to speak your own word. You are going to speak God's word. And when your faith and your words come together, God will start to change you and your situation. When your faith and your words come together, God will start to change you and your situation. You see, your situation will change when you start to move in faith. We so many times wait that our situation change and then we will start to move in faith. But it doesn't work like that. You have to start to walk in faith and then your situation will change. Enemy will fight you back, you know. But we have a saying in Croatian, who is last smiling or who is last laughing, his laughing is the best, something like that. Hallelujah. If you are last laughing, that is great. Hallelujah. That is really great. And I would like to recapitulate, recapitulate what I said. First thing I said is have faith in God. He is worthy of your faith. He will not let you down. He will stay next to you. When you trust Him, when you put your faith in Him, when you trust His faithfulness, He will stand with you. The second thing I was speaking about is mix your faith with your speech. Speak what you believe. Speak what you believe. And then speak to your mountain. Let's uh, speak to your mountain to go into the sea. And the third important thing in Mark 24, 11, 24, Jesus is saying, when you pray, believe that you have received. When you pray, believe that you have received. You see, receiving by faith is the road to fulfillment in your life. You will come to your goal if you receive things, first of all, in faith. When we receive by faith, we start to move things from invisible world in our visible world. And here is our problem. Our problem that we have is that we know we have something when we see it. We know we have something when we see it. But what Jesus is saying to us, believe that you have it before you see it. Believe that you have received it before you see it. And you see, we have to rise upon what we see or what we feel. And to rise up in the faith 
and say, I have it by faith. Not because I see it, not because I believe it, but I have it. Be, uh, uh, not because I see it or I feel it, but because I believe it. And remember, your faith will move God. Hallelujah. Can you say with me, my faith will move God. But don't say it if you will not say it with the faith. My faith will move God. Hallelujah. Your faith can move God. I don't know what is your situation right now, but I am 100% sure that your faith will move God. And God will move on your side. And God will move in your situation. And He will help you. He will strengthen you. He will, uh, he will open the way for you that you don't see right now. Whatever your situation is. And I would like you to stand up together with me. Hallelujah. I would like us to do one exercise of faith. And that exercise, I really wish that you will speak with the boldness, with the power, with your soul, with the faith, with authority, and not just, you know, saying the words that you really don't mean. I would like you to, to say it uh, in a strong way. What I would like to do is this. Do you have a need? Some need, something you are standing in faith for. Maybe somebody's salvation. Maybe it's, you know, relationship between you and somebody else. Maybe it's financial situation. Maybe it's health situation whatsoever. Many times when we come to church, this is situation. We, we take ten things to be prayed at one time. And, you know, God is merciful. But most of the time, our faith is not focused. And because our faith is not focused, we don't receive even one answer. And what I prefer to do, I prefer to do to focus my faith on one thing. That's why I'm saying to you now, take one problem you have. Maybe you have two problems, but take one problem. Maybe you have ten problems, but take one situation that you want to stand in faith. And for which you want to release your faith. And the, uh, what I want to check you, uh, that you will check upon that, is this. Do you have faith that God can help you in that situation? I believe we have that small little faith. Maybe you have a bigger and stronger faith. But it's important before you go to pray for something that you have faith. You know, you cannot do things, but God can do things. You cannot change some things, but God can change some things. And Jesus said, have faith in God. You don't need to have faith in yourself. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Have faith in God. That is what Jesus is saying. And if you don't have faith right now, I would beg you, please work on your faith. Work on your faith. How you can work on your faith? Think how big God is. Think of what great things He has already done. And be reminded... What he did, he can do again. And he can do it in your life. If he did it in his or her life, he can do it in your life. Build your faith. Hallelujah. So this is what I would like you to do. Take one thing from your heart. Something that you have on your mind. Just one thing. And I would like you to, to put your mouth into action. To put your faith through your mouth in your action.
and you mix your faith and what you talk. You speak to your mountain. I command you in the name of Jesus to be cast down into the sea. Or if it is situation, is it financial health situation, relationship whatsoever, you speak about that situation, what the Word of God is saying about that situation. And then the fourth thing, when what we will do, receive it by faith. Don't look for the feelings. Hallelujah. Don't look that you will see. You just believe. By faith I receive it. Thank you, Lord. I am receiving that. Hallelujah. And this is, I would like to lead you in this prayer. And I would like you to exercise this together with me for that one situation that you have. When we come to the place that you speak your situation, you speak it to the Lord. Hallelujah. Let us step together out in faith. Lift up your right hand. Say after me, Heavenly Father, I thank you that you have given me faith. I have faith because you have given me faith. And now I'm standing before you. I know you love me. I know you are for me. You are my loving Father that wants to help me in my situation. Father, I bring this situation before you. And I speak to this situation. Hallelujah. You say what is that situation? To be removed from your life. Or you speak to this situation. Hallelujah. What the Word of God is saying about that situation. If it is healing, you speak by the, by the stripe of Jesus, I am healed. If it is financial situation, say, God, my God will provide for every my need. If it's relational situation, speak that God will put all things together for them that love Him and you love Him. Hallelujah. Let the life come to that. Hallelujah. Let the life come to that. Let the life be released to your mouth. Life be released to your mouth. Hallelujah. Now you can speak with me, Father. By faith I receive the answer to my prayer. And I receive that my words will be fulfilled by your power, by your faithfulness. In Jesus' name, I receive. And I thank you that you are changing my situation. Hallelujah. Praise you, praise you, praise you, praise you, praise you, Father. We give you glory and honor, Father. We give you glory and honor. Hallelujah. We give you glory and honor, Father. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You can, you can use this exercise for whatever situation. I would just recommend, you know, do it for one situation each time so you can focus your faith. Hallelujah. That is very, very important. And I believe little by little, more and more, God will move in your life and bring things to, together for His glory in your life. Pastor Rick. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you. Just going to be seated. Told you. Lord, I just ask you to forgive us for unbelief in Jesus' name. Allow circumstances to dictate us back into passivity of faith, Lord. Forgive us for doubts, hard hearts. In Jesus' name, Lord.
Um, he said something I just really want to bring back up. He mentioned that Numbers 20, 23 passage, 21. You know, when Balaam went to, the Kurt was asked to curse the children of Israel. I've never seen this passage. And I love it. I was reading it and he said, you know, it's right before it. The king is asking, Balak's asking Balaam to curse him. And he couldn't. Why? And I always wonder, why couldn't curse him? And hear this. He says, uh, Behold, I have received a command to bless. Uh, see, this is Balaam speaking. When he has blessed them, I cannot revoke it. He has not observed misfortune in, in Jacob. In other words, they were making some mistakes. He's not observing it. I'm in Numbers 13. I'm in Numbers 23. I've started in verse 20. And uh, and he says, He has not observed misfortune in Jacob, and that's in the children of Israel. Nor has he seen trouble in Israel. God, the Lord God, is with him. Interesting statement. Listen to this next statement in the Hebrew. The shout of the king is among them. Why could not the curses be there? Because why? The shout of the king was among them. And, you know, uh, I mean, I think about in our homes and in our lives or in our church, in our nation, why why could not misfortune come? Because the shout of the king of kings is among us. In our house. How many times, you you heard me speak on this about about two or three weeks ago or a month ago about the words in our mouth. Remember me getting on the elevator and when I pushed the button and, you know, but I didn't push the button, didn't say anything, or I pushed the button of the floor that I was on. I stayed at the same place. And remember God said to me, if you get on the elevator of life, if you say nothing, you'll stay there. If you get on the elevator of life, you speak the circumstances where you're at, you'll stay there. But you get on the elevator of life, and you speak where you're going, and that's where you go. And I think, uh, I'll be honest, I just think in my own life, y'all, just that there's some places of passivity of not speaking to the mountains before us. Healing to be released fully in this body and uh, bondages and in, in circumstances. Uh, you know, we got to speak. And the other thing I want to really call us to mind too that I really heard the Spirit speaking was that... Uh, uh, Receiving by faith. You know, for some reason that, you know, sometimes you've read something for 40 years. Literally. <laughs> and all of a sudden you see it and all of a sudden receive by faith. You know, faith is assurance of things hopeful and evidence of things what? And we'll have a tendency to receive stuff once we've seen it. But God's saying, no, 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 not with me. You receive it by faith. And, and I love what Pastor, Pastor Shishka Maria said was that, uh, you know, Jesus, and I can't, when he said it, I don't know why he clicked, but Jesus was always moved by faith. With the people here, he saw their faith and he moved, was moved. How about the Syrophoenician woman who came just begging for the deliverance of her, not begging, but believing for the deliverance of her, of her daughter? He saw her faith. Her faith. Or how many times did you see Jesus say this statement? I know this three times or four times. He said, your faith has made you well. 
He wouldn't, he wouldn't have healed that. He wouldn't have ministered to that Syrophoenician woman. Except his faith, her faith, moved him in that direction. He always moves and responds to faith. And we need to receive that word of exhortation for us today. And uh, and so then perhaps maybe that some of you in here this morning maybe need some people to agree with you. And uh, maybe some in here needs to know Jesus as your Lord and Savior. We want to agree with you. Something in relationship to healing. I know Brandon and Allison and them believe for healing also. I know we prayed for a bunch of people for healing. We receive it, right? In the fullness of it. And so... Uh, Thank you so much. You know, thank you so much for that word. And uh, we'll be up. We're going to close and dismiss the service. And uh, but we'll be up front to pray for people as uh, as we go as we transition on. I, I, you know, I just, I, I forgot to mention this when I was introducing them. Uh, this is really kind of important to me that she was speaking here today. There's one thing you need to realize about her. I'll say this. Uh, she's a mother of four. I mean, and Thomas is how eight, the youngest is eight, and the oldest just got married last weekend. But the beautiful thing to me about her is that she's a woman of faith, mother of four, I mean, active mother. But the crazy thing is she's the worship leader in their church, which let me tell you something. I'm talking about, you're talking about worship. Dude, worship. I'm talking about praise and worship. They go after it. I mean, full-scale praise and worship band, choir, and the whole bit behind them, and it's Awesome worship. You've been there, haven't you? Awesome. And, uh, so, uh, and it was just cool to me to see, because when Maria, when she's speaking, this is real. I just, I couldn't help but believe that there was some mothers out there that need to hear what she was saying. Because sometimes the tendency is, I heard this in the spirit as she was speaking, some of you mothers think, well, I'm just a housewife. And God's going, no, you ain't. <laughs> no, you ain't. I don't think God said ain't, but no, you aren't. <laughs> so anyway, well, we'll close shop here. We'll be praying. We'll be praying for people up here uh, in here. And so, if any any need, any need whatsoever, we'll do it. We're gonna train. You got something? And Doug and Karen, where y'all at? They're up there. So if y'all come up here, we'll pray for y'all, and uh, we'll be uh, we're gonna lay hands on, pray for them. So good deal. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you for this word from you, Lord. I I just know that it is a word from heaven. Lord, helping us to see and awaken to the the voice and and the heart of heaven. The righteous man lives by faith. And Lord, you say that the righteous man lives by faith and if he shrinks back, if he shrinks back, your soul has no pleasure in him. Lord, without faith that it's impossible to please you. Those who come to you must believe that you are. And Lord, we just want to come and just believing and confessing that you are our provider. You are the one who will never leave us. You'll never forsake us. You are our healer. You are our deliverer. You are our salvation. Lord, that when we have you, when we search for you and seek for you, with all our hearts. You say, I will be found by you, declares the Lord. And you tell us that when we have you, all these things are be added unto us. And so, Lord, we just cry out for you, believing 
you and declaring you into our situations and circumstances by faith, expectantly believing, Lord, to see you move on our behalf. We thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless. And, uh, and tonight, if you can, come back at 6.30. We'll, we'll be here just expecting that we'll hear awesome things from God. So thank you. We'll be here.